Welcome to the Grand Illusion. Come on in. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Welcome to the Harland Highway Podcast. Yeah, that's better. Welcome to the Harland Highway Podcast, everybody. Pavement pounders, newbies, old bees, whoever you may be. Great to have you here. A great show today. Interesting show. Um, a few cool announcements towards the end of the show. Some cool stuff uh, popping up that I want to tell you about. Also, uh, Elon Musk. Uh, we, we talked about Elon Musk on one of the more recent podcasts, and Roger, my producer, was able to actually get him to agree to call in and do a phone interview with us. So this is exciting. I'm going to be able to ask Elon Musk about his space program, the Tesla cars, the solar-powered stuff, everything. I mean, this guy is a genius, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about talking to Elon Musk. Also, somebody put something funny in my mailbox. This is a real story. Somebody put something strange and unusual in my mailbox, and I took it in my house, and you're going to hear what I do with it on the air. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expose that, that said item on the air live during our show here. So get ready. It's going to be a wild one. This is the Harland Highway. Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harland Highway. No! No! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka-chicka-chow, chicka-chicka-chow, man, baby. And the creature from outer space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harland Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? Okay, do we have them? You're sure, Roger? Okay. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm shaking a little. So, wow, this is big. I'm I'm proud of you, Roger, for nailing this. So, um, uh, in, in a very recent podcast, as you know, I did a big story about, it might have even been the last podcast, wasn't it, Roger, where I talked about uh, Elon Musk and... Uh, talked about all all the amazing scientific things he's doing. You know the Tesla car, SpaceX, the 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 the, the, the travel tube underneath the Earth, the uh, the solar tiles, um, and and then he was talking about putting chips in people's brains to read people's brain thoughts. And it was, I mean, the guy's such a fascinating guy. He's such a forward thinker. And so Roger said he knew a guy who knew a guy. Is that it, Roger? And we were, I can't believe, and we were able to get him. He's, he's, he's calling in. We got him on the phone right now. Oh, my God. Okay, so, folks, this is a real scoop. Um, not every podcast gets Elon Musk uh, on, on, their, uh, on their show. So I am uh, delighted. I'm a little bit nervous, I'll be honest. But let, let's put him through uh, and, and get this going. I don't want to keep him waiting. Uh, hello, uh, Elon, are, are you there, sir? Hello, how are you? 
great. Oh my God, this is so very exciting. Well, it's good to be here. I uh, I heard your last podcast where you were talking about uh, all the things I've done, and uh, I'm you know I'm I'm, uh, I'm grateful that you mentioned them, and uh, I'm eager to talk about them to you and your audience. Oh my God! Well, where do we start? First of all. Uh, where are you right now, Elon? It sounds like you're, uh, uh... I, I'm in my, uh, my laboratory. Oh, wow. Okay, of course. A, duh. A laboratory. You're Elon Musk. Yes, thank you. Um, so where should we begin, Mr. Williams? Well, boy, oh boy, I mean, I, I actually gotta be honest with you, I own a Tesla, okay? Well, good for you. Uh, they're wonderful cars, and uh, they're becoming more and more commonplace. Um, the technology is certainly uh, helping to save the planet, and uh, it's, uh, you know, a feat of engineering that we are able to have these vehicles uh, populating our streets. Yes, sir. I, and, and I got to just tell you, before we get too far, I, I really love the car, so thank you for making it. Well, you're very welcome, Mr. Williams. But um, my big thing is space. I'm, I'm a space guy, and, and the idea that you're planning to go to Mars, or, you know, putting a, a, you know, a project together to get people to Mars just blows my mind. Well, you, you know, we have to expand beyond uh, our environment. Uh, this is a delicate, fragile ecosystem, and uh, you can only put so much pressure on any ecosystem, any environment, and then you have to give it space to breathe. And as the human population keeps expanding and exploding, uh, we're going to have to move out. We're going to have to find other geographical places to occupy. And if we don't do this, uh, I believe it could be the, the end of civilization, of humankind. You know, you, it's so obvious, it's simple. And, 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 and so you selected Mars because of what? Well, I selected Mars, Mr. William, because uh, it's closest in proximity. The, the environment is uh, the most hospitable and palatable, if you will, for our species. Uh, although it does get very hot and very cold, uh, it is at least at manageable levels, unlike planets like Mer Mercury or uh, Uranus or Saturn, uh, perhaps with its, with its uh, frozen gases and whatnot. Yeah, okay. And, um, wow, and, and, and how do you... Like, how do people live up there? Do they, do they have, did you have solar... Uh, panels and, 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 and space housing and... Well, <laughs> we are in the planning stages of all this, Mr. Williams, and, um, you know, uh, these plans will come out uh, in the very near future for people to examine and, uh, and mull over, if you will, and uh, uh, I look forward to the exploration of this planet. I really believe in my heart that within the next, uh, you know, 18 to 25 years, we can have our first human colony on Mars, and the process begins. We expand and we move outward into the universe. Oh God, I just I could sit and talk with you all night. Let's let's talk a little bit about the 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 solar panels that you've created for houses. Well, I think you know it only makes sense that we have a free furnace burning in the sky. Basically, it's it, it's free heat, it's free energy, and. 
why we're drilling into the earth and pulling out, uh, you know, natural gases and oils and petroleum. It just makes no sense to me from an economic level, from an environmental level. And, uh, you know, uh, let's keep this planet running on what this planet offers, which is sunlight. Yeah, and, and is, is it your idea to, uh, to, to make everything solar? Well, right now we're currently working on a project called Operation Move. Okay, and what's that? Well, what it is is I've strapped some jetpacks uh, to Australia and South America, and I propose to ignite those in about a year and a half and actually move the planet closer to the sun uh, so that it, we get even more heat and more energy to fuel our homes and our vehicles. Oh, oh, I haven't heard about this project move. Yes, and what we'll do is we'll fire the rockets, of course, built by my company, SpaceX, and we will actually propel an inch, inch the planet Earth uh, approximately 12,000 miles closer to the sun uh, in order to get a little more heat and use it on my uh, solar panels. Uh, um, well... But it, I, I don't. Can you? Isn't that a little dangerous, Elon? I mean, can't that? Wouldn't that? I mean, even moving a mile closer to the sun's, I, I think would would offset the whole, uh, the the whole, you know, planet. Well, you know, one of us here is the scientist, and uh, one of us here is uh, what do you call your show? A, a podcast? Uh, yeah, this is a podcast. Well, I I think. I mean, do you have any plans to go to Mars, Mr. Williams? I'm sorry? Do you have a, an electric car? Do you, do you have an underground tunnel system, a transportation system? Uh, do you send satellites up to space? Do you, do you, uh, do you orbit uh, and, and, and meet with the space station, Mr. Williams? No, no, I do a podcast. Oh. Excuse me, sir? No, I'm just saying, oh, pod, a podcast, um, bravo. <laughs> uh, whoa, 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 now wait a second, uh, okay, it, I'm, not, I'm not changing the world the way you are, sir, but, um, you know, I, I'm proud of my podcast. Well, I'm, I'm glad somebody is. Well, hold on, uh, Mr. Musk, sir, uh, can we stay on topic? Yes, I'd like to talk about me some more, if we could. Oh, okay, so let's talk about you, 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 Project Move. You're talking about moving the planet Earth closer to the sun so that it helps your solar panel industry. Is that what I'm getting? Absolutely. The closer we are, the more heat my solar panels can absorb. And uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, it's just a little noisy there. Where are you right now, sir? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm burrowed inside a mountain in Colorado. I'm about 14 miles underneath the, uh, the Earth's crust, and I'm working on a new project. A new, a new project? Could, could, could you uh, tell us about it? Well, it, it's, uh, it's, well, I haven't really brought it up in public yet, but it's a... Um, it's a cloning project. It's a, a cloning project. It's also a uh, phantom project, and it's also a um, rejuvenation project. 
I'm not. I'm not sure what the cloning, phantom, and rejuvenation. Uh, what I'm actually doing is I'm 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 taking people's souls uh, out of their bodies. Me and my team are sneaking into graveyards in the middle of the night, exhuming bodies, taking them into my underground laboratory, 19 miles under the Earth's crust. And we're exhuming the souls right out from inside their rotted tissue. And we're making ghost clones of who they once were, and we're enslaving them so that they can service me and bring me grapes and Kool-Aid and make me omelets in the morning and rub my feet and wash my hand, things like this. What? Well, <laughs> Mr. Williams, what is it you do? A podcast? No, <laughs> oh, yes. Excuse me, sir? Mr. Williams, I'm a very busy man. My mind works at the capacity of 5,000 minds, okay? I'm, I, I'm not what you would call a simple folk like yourself. Excuse me, sir. And so I need people working for me. I need armies. Think of me as the king of the ants, if you will, in my underground nest. And I need all these mindless, zoid, droid slave workers around me so that I can accomplish all the things that I want to do. I want to move the planet closer to the sun. I want to get us to Mars. I want to get us to Uranus. I want to actually get a rocket ship that can lasso a black hole and I can bring it home and play catch with it in my underground bunker. A black hole? Yes, I'm sure you've heard of them or... Did you go to school, Mr. Williams? All right, Elon, listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Not really, though. Okay, listen, I know you're smart, okay? And you probably got brains more than most of my, me and my listeners. But uh, uh, listen, sir, I think you're being a little condescending to me and my audience here. Oh, you have an audience. How many, Mr. Williams? How many what? How many audience members? I'm not sure. I haven't done a count. <laughs> it's interesting, Mr. Williams. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm attempting to move a planet. I'm attempting to bring the human race to a new planet. I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to carve a path through the universe for all humanity, and, and you... You're not sure how many people listen to your... What, what, what is it? A podcast, sir. Oh. Yes, that. <laughs> okay, you know what? I don't like your little laugh there. That little titter is certainly a, a, a little pointed. Well, I'll tell you what else is pointed, Mr. Williams. I'm pointed at a future for the human race. You know, people sit around and they worry about the polar ice caps melting and the polar bears having nowhere to go. Well, I say, fuck the polar bears. I need to get to Mars. I say, fuck the rainforest in Brazil. I need to get to Uranus. I say, fuck, okay, fuck the continents. I'm looking to get to other moons and galaxies. You know, you're a little rude, sir. And you're coming off as a bit pompous. Oh. 
Well, I guess uh, maybe I should just stop what I'm doing, Mr. Williams, put on the brakes and uh, perhaps uh, do what you do. What, what is it you do, Mr. Williams? I told you four times I do a podcast. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> that. <laughs> Cut it out, Musk. You know, I was excited to talk to you, and suddenly you, you, you're really degrading me. And I'm not going to stand for it. Oh, well, what, what are you going to do, Mr. Williams? Are you going to get your BB gun out of your closet and come and hunt down me and my zombie drone ghost phantom army in my 19-mile beneath the surface of the Earth's crust bunker that's secured by... Robots with laser beams for eyes that are trained to kill garbage like you on sight. Garbage like me! Well, let me reword that, Mr. Williams. <laughs> Trash. Trash like you, Mr. Williams. <laughs> All right, you know what? You're making me feel bad. I thought this was going to be an uplifting conversation about the future and, and being, uh, you know, excited about it and optimistic. And you're making me feel like a worthless piece of garbage. Oh. Finally, you've arrived at the conclusion that I've known all along, Mr. Williams. <laughs> okay, you know what? I don't need this. Well, I'm, I'm sorry you're having trouble talking to someone with superior intellect. You know, you know what? Fuck you, Musk. Wow. Wow. You know what? I just, folks, I hung up on, I just hung up on Elon Musk. Roger, I'm sorry. Roger's like throwing paper. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, come on, man. The guy was being a total douche. Roger's rolling his eyes. So I'm the bad guy in this. Dude, you folks heard him. This guy, it started off like a really interesting conversation. And this guy just started belittling me and making me feel subpar and substandard. And I'm not going to take that. I'm glad I hung up on the guy. Wow. Wow, I thought I thought whatever. I'm not I'm, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm not going to get into a fight with Elon Musk, but you know, Roger I don't even know if I should say that. Apologize if you must to whoever. But you know what, man? At some point I got to stand up for myself, okay? Maybe all I got is my shitty little podcast, but it means something to me. Play a commercial. I'm going to go get a Coke in the cafeteria. Unbelievable. Play a commercial. I need to unwind. God. May I have a movie right. tonight, huh? Wow, what's that aftershave you're wearing? God. You high karate aftershave is so powerful. It drives women right out of their minds. That's why we have to put instructions on self-defense in every package. High karate, the brisk splash-on aftershave that smooths and soothes and cools. High Karate, aftershave, cologne, and gift sets. High Karate, be careful how you use it. Okay, speaking of careful, um, I don't know if I should do this or not. Did you hear this? 
Th this is odd, okay? <sighs> like many of you, I have a mailbox at the end of my driveway, and the mailman puts stuff in my mailbox, and I guess anyone else could put something in my mailbox. And so it turns out that a real estate agent, I guess who works locally in my neighborhood, um, left me her business card in my mailbox, which you're like, oh, well, that's not so unusual, Harland. Well, it's not, except interestingly enough, as a gimmick, you know, people are always looking for a gimmick. They're looking for a way to stand out. They're looking for a way to make a difference. They, they want to be remembered. So said, um, I won't say her last name, but Rita, Rita stapled her business card. Did you hear that? She stapled her business card to a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Yes, Cool Ranch Doritos. And I think she might have got them at Costco because they it's kind of the smaller, like, Halloween-size bag you'd give out. And right on the, on the package, it says, two for a dollar or 59 cents each. So Rita, out of her own pocket, decided that my business, in order to get my attention, she would invest an extra 59 cents. Or in this case, I'm, I'm guessing she bought more than two, so if it's two for a dollar, at least 50 cents she invested into garnering my business. And I got to say, it, it's effective. It works. I mean, she really s stands out. I mean, nobody's ever handed me their business card before with a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos tortilla chips. There they are. Uh, attached to the business card. So right away, she got my attention, not only because it's unique and different, it's also uh, I love chips and junk food. So bonus points. So I think I, I got to give Rita credit for being creative and going the extra mile to be different. And, and that's kind of a smart thing to do in life. If I was looking for real estate or looking to sell or buy a home, I might just call her up because I was like, you know, I appreciate the extra effort. I don't know how good or bad she is as a realtor, but I kind of like the extra effort, and I like that she went the extra mile to be creative and try and stand out of the pack with a pack of Cool Ranch Dorito tortilla chips. But here's my dilemma. My dilemma, ladies and gentlemen, is now, even though I don't want to do any real estate dealings with Rita, who I don't know, I've never met in my life, didn't even know existed on planet Earth until I was my eye caught the Doritos Cool Ranch tortilla chips in my mailbox. Now I'm stuck with a bag of chips, and the dilemma is: Do I eat them? A complete stranger drops Cool Ranch Dorito chips in my mailbox. How do I know they're even from Rita? What if they're from the KGB? What if what if they coated them with some kind of toxic poisoning? What if they're what if they're uh, they're laced with the PCB or 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 
acid or LSD or something? What if they're sprinkled with cocaine? What if the cool ranch dust is nothing more than coke? I mean, this is a weird situation I'm in now. Like, do I eat the coveted cool ranch chips, which I love, but I have no idea where they came from. It's almost like it's almost like when someone walks up to you in a bar, a crowded bar, and says, Hey man, have a drink. And you're like, wait a minute. No, it's okay, honestly. Have a drink, man. Wait, did you put anything in that drink? Oh uh, I don't know, did I? Wait a minute, right? So you know what? I what do you think I should do? I th- you know, what's interesting is what scares me a little bit is where she put the staple, okay, because she stapled her card to the Doritos bag. In the future, Reedy, you might want to tape tape your card to the Doritos bag. By stapling it, you punctured the bag. And now there is a an abrasion in the bag, and now the bag is open to a degree. There's a little staple hole, and I'm pulling the bag open. Let me sniff. Okay. They smell like Doritos. I smell the fake chemical Cool Ranch flavoring that they they spray onto the tortilla chips at the Doritos factory. I don't know. Should I eat one? Here I go. Oh, my God. Okay, I don't feel sick yet. I, I mean, is this stupid? Am I being a moron for doing this? Am I an idiot? Am I am, I'm a fool? Am I playing right into Rita's plan? Is Rita really a contract killer? Like, that, that's, that's my dilemma here. Do you do stuff like this? If someone left you something in your mailbox that was edible, would you eat it? You know my answer. So, oh, God, these are good. I think I'm going to call Rita. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God, Rita. Mm. All right, all right, enough, enough. I'm sorry. I'm putting them down. I don't feel sick yet. I don't feel poisoned. Um, anyhow, there we go. So, what would you do? Well, I, mean, I gotta go get a drink of water. <laughs> you think about what you do. I'm gonna go get a drink of water. Roger, play some, like, Muzak or something while I go get a drink. Good Lord. Thanks, Rita. <laughs> Okay, Raj, I'm back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the cheesy mall music there. Um, uh, some exciting announcements here for you before we get into the uh, the boring announcements. Looks like I'm going to be on uh, Conan O'Brien next week. I always love doing Conan O'Brien's show. He is a, a lot of fun. Me and him have a lot of, uh, a lot of laughs together. So uh, Thursday, April 13th. Mark it in your calendar. I will be uh, on the Conan O'Brien show with Conan. Um, 
And then the next day, Friday, April 14th, my Puppy Dog Pals show premieres on Disney uh, at 10 or 10.30 in the morning. If you want the times and the channels, just go to my website, harlanwilliams.com, and the uh, the little promo clip is right there on the homepage. You'll see it as soon as you log in, and you can actually watch the little promo teaser trailer, and it tells you where to find it and what time and so on and so forth. So very exciting. I'm so excited. You know, I told you guys is that we've been working on this animated show for six freaking years. And it's finally here. Oh, boy. Uh, so there's that. And then uh, also uh, this week, starting tonight, Thursday, April 6th, I will be, uh, or sorry, starting tomorrow night, Thursday, April 7th, I will be at the Virginia Beach Funny Bone Comedy Club, uh, right outside of Norfolk, Virginia. Great club. Um, all my fans who are fans of Down Periscope, the submarine movie I did, will probably be there. They come out every year. Look forward to seeing those guys and gals from the naval base. Um, and uh, yeah, get your tickets uh, for April 7, 8, and 9. Virginia Beach Funny Bone. And then uh, two weeks later in April 20th to the 22nd, I will be in Connecticut at the Indian Casino at a comedy club called Comics, right inside the casino, C-O-M-I-X, Comics. Great club, great, great owners, great people who run the club. I was there a few years ago, had a fantastic time. So uh, that'll be cool. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys there. So all these comedy club dates you can pick up on my uh, website, harlanwilliams.com. And then later, going into May, I'll be up in Vancouver, Canada, British Columbia. Uh, May 11th to the 13th at Yuck Yucks. Yuck Yucks Comedy Club, which is where I started way back when, when I was just a youngin'. I started at Yuck Yucks in Toronto, so it's always fun to go back to the roost, to the nest. And uh, all these dates, as I said, are at harlowilliams.com. You can go and order your tickets. Also, while you're there, check out our store. We have a great merchandise store full of fun gifts. You can write me at harlowilliams.com on our uh, contact link. You can call me and leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. Um, and I uh, love hearing from you guys. Also, if you want to become a premium member, that's $20 a year. You get to hear all 800 and over 50, eight, over 850 episodes of the Harland Highway podcast. It's a good deal, man. Plus extra bonus stand-up comedy clips and interviews and secret stuff. Uh, so there you go. Good, good stuff. Um, and that's it. I think that's all I got for you today. Don't forget to get our app. Uh, just go to, uh, your cell phone into the app store and type in the Harland Highway. You have the app for free and you can listen to us wherever you go. All the latest episodes. And lastly, don't forget to pick up, uh, my new rock album. Yes, right. I sing. I sing and, and do music with my cousin Kevin. We have a band called The Cousins. 
and uh, we are uh, we are rocking it with our new our new album Rattlesnake Love. It's available on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in the Cousins Rattlesnake Love, and uh, maybe you'll find a song you like, or maybe you'll like the whole album. We hope you enjoy it. And that's all I got for you today, boys and girls, pavement pounders. And again, I apologize for Elon Musk being so condescending to all of you. That that wasn't good. Maybe we got to get him back and have a talking with that guy or something. So there you go. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Keep it real in the deal. And until next time, watch out for free food in your mailbox, except if it's a nice hot bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. Oh, yes, that. <laughs>